Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Should you only work with clients who bring you joy and happiness, or should you put some money in the bank and get some business going? Now, I was having a a conversation with one of my clients yesterday, and we were trying to help her work out her niche and how niche you should be and how to attract the right clients to you. And I said, sometimes you just got to get out there and sell some stuff. Uh, bring a certain types of clients to you, learn what those clients are like, and then over time, iterate your marketing messages to attract the ones you want to attract and repel the ones maybe you don't want to attract. Um, and I said, but you've got to get some money in the bank. You've got to do some sales and, and test as you go because she'd spent a lot of time doing various versions of her uh, ideal client demographic, You know, changed it loads of times. In that amount of time, I could have done a few hundred thousand pounds in sales and got perfect later. And then she said to me, "Um, but I've been told, this wasn't her saying, but I've been told that you should only work with clients who bring you joy and happiness. (laughs) And I fucking laughed out loud. I rolled on the floor laughing. Um, Because here's why. Uh, Number one is if you only worked with clients that only ever brought you perennial joy and happiness. You'd never have any fucking clients. You would never have any business. Now, of course, you can work with clients who are maybe your more ideal niche, maybe have more money to spend, maybe implement more what you teach or deliver, um, or at least it's most relevant to them. But even with that, I've got people messaging in now going impossible, unrealistic. This is the point. So let me challenge this. Um, so you definitely should target a certain type of client. Like Odemars Piguet, for example, who make watches. They're not going to target Casio buyers. Nothing wrong with buying Casios, but they might be 20 quid. And Casio might make 100 million a year. Whereas Odemars Piguet is a 15, 30, 50, 100 grand. And they make 40,000 a year. So they might target people who've already got Odemars Piguet or people who've bought two Rolexes or, or collect watches or golfers or, you know, sailors or, um, you know, the um, successful sports people. So, yeah, they would target that. But everyone who's ever run a business has had clients who are demanding, who, you know, want a tenner for a fiver, who could be a bit of a diva. Uh, and, you know, their job isn't to make your job easy. Your job is to deliver them. Now, sometimes you can get a client who you like, but it's hard to work with them. Sometimes you can get a client who you really enjoy working with, but then things change and they or you want to move on. So even if you did say, hey, look, I'm only going to work with clients I like, you'd end up getting clients and things would change and you would change. So there's quite a lot of hippie um, manifestation, um, law of attraction, Clap trap 
If you haven't got any money, you can't sit there and go, no, I'm only working with the clients that bring me joy and happiness. Oh, no, you're going to bring me problems. Oh, your money is not accepted here. Your money is not good enough here. Come on. Now, when you've turned over a million pounds in a year and you're making a really good profit margin, you can choose to work with certain kind of clients. You can turn money away if you feel that that money is going to come at a high cost i.e. they're very demanding of your time, overly demanding, or they want a tenner for a fiver or whatever else. But until then, you've got to put money in the bank. Now, I sometimes, um, what would be the right word, ask clients to not work with me. And in the early days, money was money, and I worked with anyone to try and help them so I could get my business going, because you've got a commercial reality to this. The next thing, which is really important, and I think this is quite a lot of nonsense, to be honest. A lot of people say, oh, well, for example, if they want a mentor, or if they want to work with someone, you should only ever work with people you like. No, because number one, um, there's a big difference between like and respect. And number two, anyone that you like will have traits you don't, and anyone you don't will have traits that you do. A business isn't about liking. Business is about service, solving problems, dealing with challenges, uh, you know, manifesting, sorry to use that word, bigger challenges and problems. So like if I'm working with a mentor, I've worked with some pretty um, heavy hitting mentors who are worth hundreds of millions of pounds. And many of them I wouldn't necessarily socialize with. I didn't think they were particularly warm. Um, when I worked with Lord Sugar, um, he was, he's very blunt and direct. And it's like, whoa, you know, it's, we're not like sitting here high five and having man hugs. But this guy knows about business and he knows how to get business done. And I respect that. And I can learn from that. Uh, and sometimes I'll have a demanding client because that demanding client's gonna go out there and get results. And also, if you don't like them or they're demanding to you, what about you has created that? So for example, if you're letting them phone and email you every five minutes, they're gonna phone you and email you every five minutes. Whereas if you've got better uh, systems and processes in place and you set the expectations, then you can have a good client um, and provider relationship. So I just wanna get the word out there that sometimes commercial realities take over and that sometimes people you like, you end up having difficulties with. And sometimes people who seem challenging at first, you end up really liking. So even if you chose everyone to work with who brought you joy and happiness, in the end, they wouldn't. And, um, you know, I had um, two or three really big challenges in business yesterday. Um, someone who's very close to me and my staff left. And that's going to be hard for me. They resigned and I, I think they're great and I didn't want them to. Um, I had a really big issue to deal with online. And, you know, I've been doing business, what, 12 years. I've, we've turned over nearly £100 million in that time, not including our property, property portfolio. I've got 80 stuff. I've written a lot of books. I don't have to go to the office. I've got this kind of money and leveraged lifestyle. And still every day there's shit going on and there's challenges. And there's people I really love, like Mark, my business partner, who when he's stressed, I'm thinking, man, you know, I want to slap you in the face today. And he thinks the same about me. And, and, and so I think it's wise to be more balanced. I think if you look at how you can change the situation how you can serve your clients and customers and turn them into people you want to work with rather than expecting them to be people who should serve you, then I think you're going to win more in business. So let me summarize this then. Number one, when you're starting out, you probably will be a bit less discerning about your niche and a bit less discerning about the kind of clients you work with because you want to get money in the bank and you want to make some profit. Once you've made some profit and you can invest some money back in, then you can work on your target demographic and niches and you can put pre-qualifications in your marketing. For example, if you run Facebook ads, I only work with people who've got a £1,500 a month budget. 
um, and, and can invest that kind of money in their Facebook ads, otherwise go to someone else and you can make some qualifiers, which is going to reduce the amount of leads, but increase the quality of your leads. But no one was born to um, bring you joy and happiness. That is a fantasy. People were born to serve their own needs and values for the ultimate evolution and survival of humanity. And so you have to work out a way to get your needs met, not expecting other people like customers and people, staff that you work with. Staff don't work for you. They do not work for you. I wish staff would work for me, but they don't work for me. They work for themselves. And as soon as I get that they work for themselves, if I do a good job at meeting their needs, they'll stay and work for me. If I do a bad job at um, meeting their needs, they're going to leave. Um, and Natalie has said, someone just asked me to turn you down. I think he should listen. So I turned you up. Yeah, sorry. I just start ranting. Then. And it's echoey here in my boardroom. Um, so yeah, thanks for tuning in. Remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Uh, and look, you know, we're all looking for better clients, more joy, more happiness. But it's, it's a naive delusion to think we can have it all day, every day and can just, you know, churn everyone else away and tell them to piss off just because they don't bring us joy and happiness. For me, happiness is the progress towards a worthy goal, as um, basically researched by uh, David J. Lieberman, Dr. David J. Lieberman. A lot of people think like happiness should be something that is bestowed upon them, you know, rather than it's something that's earned through challenge. You know, when you've hit a really hard goal or you've overcome a big problem, that feeling of elation afterwards when you solved something that was hard and meaningful and challenging. And that feeling of happiness, which is one of the four or I believe, um, chemicals that are um, sent off around your body. But everything being easy and you meditating beauty and joy without any struggle, that doesn't bring joy and happiness. That is a fleeting, superficial feeling. Because as humanity, if we all just experienced um, meditative joy and happiness, nothing would get done and we'd all get killed. Um, or we'd all just rot and die. So we need to continually endure and overcome challenges. And of course, I'd love to not say that that was the case. But, you know, despite what I've done and, where, you know, where, and I say this with humility because Jeff Bezos would see my income as chicken feed. But, you know, I've done all right and I've got 80 staff and I've got a big business and I've got a big property portfolio. And I, I'm, I'm made for the rest of my life and my family's life and their family's life and for generations. But still every day shit happens. Shit happens every single day. And for me, I feel greatest when I get over myself, stop expecting everyone to bring me joy and happiness, roll up my sleeves, go, right. You ain't breaking me. I'm getting this done. I'm getting this solved, even though I didn't want to, even though my day's been turned on its head. And then fixing it and solving it and getting over it. That feels amazing. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. And if you think there's anyone that needs to see this, uh, maybe because they're struggling or maybe because, you, you know, they could just do with a bit of a boost of a um, motivation, if you like, then please do share this video or this podcast. If you're watching the video, do you subscribe to my podcast, The Disruptive Entrepreneur? If not, just go on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or wherever and search um, Disruptive Entrepreneur. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.